Today is the 3rd of July 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. For those joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. So, having explained how it works, let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? O God, our resurrection and life, the promise of your new life in Christ is like a breath of fresh air in a dry and thirsty land. We have gathered as believers and as those who are honestly seeking the truth. Guard our worship together this time. O God, who makes all things new, speak to us as whole people today. May your truth touch not just our intellects, but also our deeper yearnings of heart and soul. We bring with us our daily concerns, as well as our more difficult, eternal questions. Lord, we ask that your new creation in us shed light upon our decisions and our everyday walk. O God, who fed the multitude with but a few loaves and some fish, feed us now with the abundance of what you freely offer, that we might overflow with your goodness right where we live. All of this we pray in the name of and because of Jesus our Christ. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then actually we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we we read that Saul is so desperate for information from Samuel that he consults a medium. And we begin Paul's first letter to Timothy. We'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the Scriptures this morning. Lord, inspire me to read Scripture and meditate on them. Give me a real understanding of what I'm reading, that I may turn it into practice. For I know, Lord, that understanding and good intentions aren't enough unless they're rooted in your love. So I ask that these words may not only just be signs on a page, but they might be channels of grace into my heart. Amen. And this week we're reading from the New Revised Standard Version, and we're beginning with 1 Samuel 28 and 29. In those days the Philistines gathered their forces for war to fight against Israel. Akesh said to David, You know, of course, that you and your men are to go out with me in the army. David said to Akish, Very well then, you know what your servant can do. Akish said to David, Very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel had died, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in Ramah, his own city. Saul had expelled the mediums and the wizards from the land. The Philistines assembled and came and encamped at Shunem. Saul gathered all Israel, and they encamped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. When Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him, not by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. Then Saul said to his servants, Seek out for me a woman who is a medium, so that I may go to her and inquire of her. His servant said to him, There is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself, and put on other clothes and went there, he and two men with him. They came to the woman by night, and he said, Consult a spirit for me and bring up for me the one whom I name to you. The woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off the mediums and wizards from the land? Why then are you laying a snare for my life to bring about my death? But Saul swore to her by the Lord, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. The woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? He answered, Bring Samuel up for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice, and the woman said to Saul, You have deceived me, you are Saul. The king said to her, Have no fear, what do you see? The woman said to Saul, I see a divine being coming up out of the ground. He said to her, What is his appearance? She said, An old man is coming up, he is wrapped in a robe. So Saul knew it was Samuel, and he bowed with his face to the ground and did obedience. Then Samuel said to Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Saul answered, I am in great distress, for the Philistines are warring against me, and God has turned away from me and answers me no more, either by prophets or by dreams. So I have summoned you to tell me what to do. Samuel said, Why then do you ask me, since the Lord has turned from you and become your enemy? The Lord has done to you just as he spoke by me, for the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David because you did not obey the voice of the Lord and did not carry out his fierce wrath against Amalek. Therefore the Lord has done this thing to you. Today, moreover, the Lord will give Israel along with you into the hands of the Philistines. And tomorrow you and your son shall be with me. The Lord will also give the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. Immediately Saul fell full length onto the ground, filled with fear because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had eaten nothing all day and all night. 
the woman came to Saul, and when she saw that he was terrified, she said to him, Your servant has listened to you. I have taken my life in my hand and listened to what you have said to me. Now therefore, you are also to listen to your servant. Let me set a morsel of bread before you. Eat that you may have strength when you go on your way. He refused and said, I will not eat. But his servants together with the woman urged him, and he listened to their words. So he got up from the ground and sat on the bed. Now the woman had a fattened calf in the house. She quickly slaughtered it, and she took flour, kneaded it, and baked unleavened bread. She put them before Saul and his servants, and they ate. Then they arose and went away that night. Now the Philistines gathered all their forces at Aphek, while the Israelites were encamped by the mountain that is Jezreel. As the lords of the Philistines were marching on by hundreds and by thousands, and David's and his men were marching in the rear with Achish, the commander of the Philistines said, What are these Hebrews doing here? Achish said to the commander of the Philistines, Is this not David, the servant of King Saul of Israel, who has been with me now for days and years? Since he has deserted to me, I have found no fault in him to this day. But the commanders of the Philistines were angry with him, and the commanders of the Philistines said to him, Send the man back, that he may return to the place that you have assigned to him, for he shall not go down with us to battle, or else he may become an adversary to us in the battle. For how could this fellow reconcile himself to his lord? Would it not be with the heads of the men here? Is this not David, of whom they sang to one another in dances, Saul has killed his thousands, and David his tens of thousands? Then Achish called David and said to him, As the Lord lives, you have been honest, and to me it seems right that you should march out and in with me in in the campaign, for I have found nothing wrong in you from the day of your coming to me until today. Nevertheless, the Lord do not approve of you. So go back now, and go peaceably. Do nothing to displease the lords of the Philistines. David said to Achish, But what have I done? What have you found in your servant from the day that I entered your your service until now? that I should not go and fight against the enemies of my lord, the king. Akesh replied to David, I know that you are as blameless in my sight as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the commanders of the Philistines have said, He shall not go with us to the battle. Now then, rise early in the morning, you and your servants of your lord who came with you, and go to the place I have appointed for you. As for the evil report, do not take it to heart, for you have done well before me. Start early in the morning and leave as soon as you have light. So David set out with his men early in the morning to return to the land of the Philistines. But the Philistines went up to Jezreel. 1 Chronicles 9 So all Israel were as enrolled by genealogies. And this was written in the book of the kings of Israel. And Judah was taken into exile in Babylon because of their unfaithfulness. Now, The first to live among their possessions of the towns were the Israelites, priests, Levites, and temple servants. And some of the people of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh lived in Jerusalem. Uthai, son of Emihud, son of Omri, son of Imri, son of Baini, from the sons of Perez, son of Judah. And of the Shilonites, Asiah the firstborn, and his sons. Of the sons of Zerah, Jewel, and their king, 690. Of the Benjaminites, Silu, son of Meshulam, son of Hadaviah, son of Hesanua, Ibnaiah, son of Jeroam, Eliah, son of Uzi, son of Mikri, 
and Meshulim, son of Sheftatiah, son of Ruel, son of Ibnajah, and their kindred, according to their generations, 956. These are the heads of the families according to their ancestral houses. Of the priests, Jedediah, Jehoiarib, Jochim, and Azariah, son of Hilkiah, son of Meshulim, son of Zadok, son of Marioth, son of Ahutab, the chief officer of the house of God, and Adiah, son of Jehoram, son of Pasha, son of Malkijah, and Messiah, son of Adil, son of Jezraha, son of Meshulam, son of Meshulamith, son of Imma, besides their kindred, heads of their ancestral houses, 1,760 qualified for the work of the service of the house of God. Of the Levites, Shemaiah, son of Hashab, son of Azrakam, son of Hashbiah, the sons of Merari, and Bakbakah, Haresh, Galel, and Mataniah, son of Micah, son of Zikri, son of Asaph, and Obadaniah, son of Shemaiah, son of Galel, son of Judathan, and Barakiah, son of Asa, son of Elkanah, who lived in the villages near the Netophathites. The gatekeepers were Shalem, Akab, Telmon, Ahiman, and their kinsmen. Shalem was the chief, previously stationed in the king's gates on the east side. These were the gatekeepers of the camp of the Levites, Shalem, son of Kor, son of Abiasaph, son of Korah, and his kindred of his ancestral houses, the Korahites, were in charge of the work of the service, guardians of the thresholds of the tent, as their ancestors had been in charge of the camp of the Lord, guardians of the entrance. And Phinehas, son of Eleazar, was chief over them in former times. The Lord was with him. Zechariah, son of Meshelamiah, was gatekeeper at the entrance of the tent of meetings. All of these were chosen as gatekeepers at the thresholds, were 212. They were enrolled by genealogies in their village. David and the seer Samuel established them in their office of trust. So they and their descendants were in charge of the gates of the house of the Lord, that is, the house of tents, as gods. The gatekeepers were on the four sides, east, west, north, and south, and their kindred, who were in their villages, were obliged to come in every seven days in turn to be with them. For the four chief gatekeepers, who were Levites, were in charge of the chambers and the treasures of the house of the Lord, and they would spend the night near the house of God, for on them lay the duty of watching and they had the charge of opening it every morning. Some of them had charge of the utensils of service, for they were required to count them when they were brought out and taken in. Others of them were appointed over the furniture, and over all the holy utensils, also over the choice flour, the wine, the oil, the incense, and the spices. Others of the sons of the priests prepared the mixing of the spices. And Mattatiah, one of the Levites, the firstborn of Shalem the Korahite, was in charge of making the flat cakes. Also some of the kindred of the Korahites had charge of the rows of bread to prepare them for each Sabbath. Now these are the singers, the heads of the ancestral house of the Levites, living in the chambers of the temple, free from other service, for they were on duty day and night. These were heads of ancestral houses of the Levites according to their generations. These leaders lived in Jerusalem. In Gibeon lived the father of Gimeon Jael, and the name of his wife was Maacah. His firstborn son was Abdon, then Zer, Kish, Baal, Ner, Dabad, Gidor, Ohiah, Zechariah, and Mikloth. And Mikloth became the father of Shimeon.
and these also lived opposite their kindred in Jerusalem with their kindred. Ner became the father of Kish, Kish of Saul, Saul of Jonathan, Malkishua, Abinadab, and Ashbaal. And the son of Jonathan was Meribal, and Meribal became the father of Micah. The sons of Micah, Pithon, Malek, Tereh, and Ahaz. And Ahaz became the father of Jara, and Jara of Elamath, Asmaveth, and Zimri. And Zimri became the father of Moza. Moza became the father of Binia, and Rephiah was his son. Eleazar his son, Azel his son. Azel had six sons, and these are their names. Azrakam, Botharu, Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. 1 Timothy 1 Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the command of God our Saviour, and of Jesus Christ our hope. To Timothy, my loyal child in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. I urge you, as I did when I was on my way to Macedonia, to remain in Ephesus, so that you may instruct certain people not to teach any different doctrine and not to occupy themselves with myths and endless genealogies that promote speculations, rather than the divine training that is known by faith. But the aim of such instruction is love that comes from a pure heart, good conscience, and sincere faith. Some people have deviated from these and turned to meaningless talk, desiring to be teachers of the law, without understanding either what they are saying or the things about which they are making assertions. Now we know that the law is good, if one uses it legitimately. This means understanding that the law is laid down not for the innocent, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the godless and the sinful, for the unholy and profane, for those who kill their father or mother, for murderers, fornicators, sodomites, slave traders, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound teaching, that conforms to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which he entrusted to me. I am grateful to Christ Jesus our Lord, who has strengthened me because he has judged me faithful and appointed me to his service. Even though I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and a man of violence. But I received mercy, because I acted ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is sure and worthy of acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. But for that very reason I received mercy, so that in me, as the foremost Jesus Christ might display the utmost patience, making me an example to those who would come to believe in him for eternal life. To the King of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory for ever and ever. Amen. I am giving you these instructions, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies made earlier about you, so that by following them, you may fight the good fight, having faith and a good conscience. By rejecting conscience, certain persons have suffered shipwreck in the faith. Among them are Hermonias and Alexander, whom I turned over to Satan so they may not learn to blaspheme. Psalm 44 National Lament and Prayer for Help To the Leaders Of the Korites, a Maskil we have heard with our ears, O God. Your ancestors have told us what deeds you have performed in their days in days of old. 
You with your own hand drove out the nations, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples, but them you set free. For not by their own sword did they win the land, nor did their own arm give them victory. But your right hand and your arm, and the light of your countenance, for you delighted in them. You are my God and my King. You command victories for Jacob. Through you we push down our foes. Through your name we tread down our assailants. For not in my bow do I trust, nor can my sword save me. But you have saved me from our foes, and have put to confusion those who hate us. In God we have boasted continuously, and we will give thanks to your name forever, Selah. Yet you have rejected us, and abased us, and have not gone out with our armies. You have made us turn back from the foe, and our enemies have taken spoil for themselves. You have made us like sheep for slaughter, and have scattered us among the nations. You have sold your people for a trifle, demanding no high price for them. You have made us the taunt of our neighbours, the derision and scorn of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations, a laughing stock among the peoples. All day long my disgrace is before me, and shame has covered my face at the words of the taunters and revilers, at the sight of the enemy and the avenger. All of this has come upon us, yet we have not forgotten you or been false to your covenant. Our heart has not turned back, nor have our steps departed from your way. Yet you have broken us in the haunt of jackals and covered us with deep darkness. If we'd forgotten the name of our God, or spread out our hands to a strange God. Would not God discover this? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Because of you we are being killed all day long, and accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Rouse yourself. Why do you sleep, O Lord? Awake, do not cast us off forever. Why do you hide your face? Why do you forget our afflictions and oppression? For we sink down in the dust. Our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up, come to our help. Redeem us for the sake of your steadfast love. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year.
Before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, drop us a line through the usual channels. And check out the show notes for all the contact details. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email. The links are all there. Today, can we please pray for the Methodist Conference? This is The Methodist Conference is the decision-making body for the Methodist Church in the UK. And they are debating and voting on some very important issues regarding relationships and marriage today. So I and everybody else at conference I know would appreciate your prayers. Let's pray, shall we? Be our light, O Lord. Light to our eyes and music to our ears. Be sweetness to our taste and contentment to our hearts. Be sunshine to our days and food at our table. Be rest in our night and sufficiency in the hour of our need. Be liberty in our life and everlasting glory at our death. Through our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. And our prayer for the time of the year. Merciful God, author of the cosmos and reader of souls, we give you the worship that is alone due to you. We offer to you all that we are and have, our bodies and our minds. Forgive us when we conform to values and standards that fail to reflect your purpose. By the power of your Spirit who raised Jesus from the death, transform us through and through, that we may become effective signs and agents of your perfect will. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial. Deliver us from the evil one. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.